Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And today we're talking about minute number 57 of Suicide Squad. And the minute's going to start out with Diablo passing on our lovely Harley Quinn's advances. and uh, Just the one advance, actually. Yeah, I guess you can't really have plural, but um, tough, tough move. Tough move. Uh, the minute's going to end with the squad gaining a visual on some enemy hostiles ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, um, this is a weird, um, not weird, but it's an interesting first part of this minute with Harley Quinn was telling Captain Boomerang, hey, here's a new plan. Mm-hmm. This this is the plan. Now go spread the word. We need people on our side to go do this. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends. Yeah. Spread the word. Captain Boomerang does that. He just does it to one person. To Diablo. Yeah. And now he's about to go talk to Killer Croc. Mm-hmm. But then Harley Quinn follows up with Diablo. Like, mm-hmm. this is a literal follow-up. Yeah, it's like the supervisor coming in. Hey, how was your, how was your exactly experience? That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. How, yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, what is that like in a restaurant? If like you're a new server, does like the shift supervisor come up? Yeah. Table touch. Table touch. Table touch. Yeah, but who's doing the table no, touches? No, no, table touch is a server thing where you're like, hey, yeah, it's no. going to be a minute. Yeah. A, t- a table visit happens by a manager. He's yeah. Like, oh, how is everything? Yeah. So that's what this is. It is kind of like that, but... Yeah. <laughs> do you ever have to It's do just kind of weird that it was like, hey, spread the word, but also I'm going to talk to the same people like... Hey, why don't you go talk to the rest of the team? Also, mm-hmm. I'm going to do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm going to follow up because yeah. you obviously aren't doing a good job. Did you ever have to go to any dude table touches and get like weird responses? Um, I tried to do it. You get those rude people where it's like, hey, it's just going to be a few minutes. Ugh. Are you serious? Yeah, it's a kitchen lady. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, complain when your Thanksgiving turkey is 10 minutes too late because I got another Thanksgiving dinner to go to. It's good to... Honey. Uh, I don't want to get on like on a server service industry soapbox, but I do. It's good to do it before there's an issue. It's good. You, what do you mean? You get you can't. How are you gonna know if the issue is gonna come up if uh if it's so like the food's gonna be late? How are you gonna know if the food's gonna be late? No, I'm talking about just table visits in general. As a bartender, you should always be talking to everyone around you before it's an issue. What do you mean though? Because if you're communicating, then there's never an issue to begin with. Yeah, I guess so. Anyways. Um, Diablo immediately declines to ha- talk to Harley Quinn at all. Mm-hmm. Um, a show of who he is as a person because he's not easily swayed mm-hmm. by the charm of Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Nothing about her works on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much nothing about anyone mm-hmm. works on him. He is set in his his morals, mm-hmm. his like what he thinks is right and wrong, what he thinks is logical or not logical. Mm-hmm. He like only, a good Catholic boy. Yeah, like uh, everything at a Spice Girls or concert. Satanic boy, I don't know. Okay, he has got the actual devil inside of him or something. I was thinking more of like an abstinence kind of thing. Um the Catholic boy to Spice Girls concert is a very funny image in my opinion. And I don't think he ever really did like any like he, he he built his own like personal empire with himself uh-huh. because of his abilities. 
And I think it's only because he abused the powers that he had that he he went up, but I don't think he abused anything else. Um, certainly not his family. On well, except he actually did, and that's why he's here. Dude, I think he just had an anger issue for me. I think he just I can relate. Yeah, but uh, I I think he's always been kind of a good guy. Uh huh. <laughs> and. In the weird way that it's like he didn't do any, he had no other vices in life except, hey, I can use fire to build an empire and, and probably sell drugs and stuff and whatnot. Do you want to look at this puppy that's out the window? Is it cute? Oh my God. I think you have to. I'm sorry that's on recording, but this is, look at that guy. Oh my gravy. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think I'm pretty sure they can see in 100. percent Yeah. Um. But no, I. Th- she's not looking. But I'm staring at the dog. Yeah, you got a cute it dog. A very cute dog. It's a nice dog. She has some cool purple shoes too. Hopefully she listens. She's a fan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Suicide Squad. Um. So, as Captain Boomerang is talking. To kill a croc. Yeah. It is not audible. Hang on. Back up a little bit. Do you think, and maybe this was supposed to, do you think Harley Quinn was supposed to follow up with everybody? Is she doing a table touch to everybody? I don't, I think she was just going to like ask. Just like kind of solidify the fact where it's like, like, hey, we're doing this. Here's the the plan. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe she assumed that. Diablo had agreed to the plan, but he's just kind of resistant. He's like, you know what they say about assuming makes an ass out of you and me. Oh, I hate <laughs> it. I hate that. I hate that so much. I'm pretty sure he just turned to Harley Quinn and was like, listen, I said no to him. Like, yeah, the answer was no. Yeah. Kind of thing. Which now they don't have a, a fireball part of their plan anymore. Yeah. Because he was like, here, why don't you just throw a fireball at Rick Flag and then we get out of here. Mm-hmm. Not happening. No fire is being used. Um, I got to find another element. I got to get a tree person here. I mean, did they not explain that it's on a kill switch? No, I think they did, but they're, they're, they think it's a bluff. But they're all watching. Amanda Waller is watching. I think in their mind, the, like they're going... like they're. Uh, Apparently, going to cause a big enough distraction so that that no one is going to press the button. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, a a single bullet could go through his head, and then he wouldn't be able to pull the trigger. Yeah, he doesn't have a helmet. But then Amanda Waller would know. So, I to me, it's like it doesn't make any sense why how this would work. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like uh, the the safety precautions that they put in seem flawless yeah but obviously it doesn't work like that um or maybe it does i don't know i think yeah i don't i don't know the only uh thing that i think about is is joker later on disabling it and i think that's like the only thing because everybody else kind of fits in line Mm -hmm. once they learn the truth later on, they're just kind of just like, all right, I guess we're just going to go with it. What's that. Amanda Waller? Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. I'll, I'll, I'll shut up now. Okay. Um, me or you? Uh, me. Oh. Me, me, me. And you. Be quiet. Yeah. Uh, Killer Croc and Captain Boomerang are talking uh-huh. off screen. Uh, you can't hear what they're saying, but all of a sudden, 
Killer Croc lashes out and throws Captain, Captain Boomerang, Boomerang into a pile of trash. It's a bit of physical comedy. It works for what it needs to. You get a good laugh out of who the comic relief is, which is Captain Boomerang. It's great. Um, Harley Quinn comes up to Captain Boomerang and says, what did you tell him? Mm-hmm. And he says, don't worry, just having a laugh, like uh-huh. something like that. Kind of miss like a pun in there or something. Like there should have been like a crocodile joke. <laughs> you know what I meant? You know how many I mean? crocodile jokes can we have? I don't know. But can you think of a crocodile? There's got to be something. Like as far as like ad libbing, I don't know. He just <laughs> snapped at me. There should have. There's. <laughs> <laughs> there's. Like that. Yeah. Shot right there. What did you say to him? Should have been a joke. A there should have been. Joke. There should have been forty takes. Of a crocodile joke? No, no line, mm-hmm. no, no script. Just give me your two best. comedians. Yeah. Like, what did you say to him? Something about crocodile tears. Mm-hmm. To, you know, some alligator reference. Mm-hmm. How many times has he been to Florida? Mm-hmm. Like, s- there should have been. Thought his skin was tougher than that. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if that jacket belonged to your mother because it's a crocodile. Oh, skin. that's a good one. Like, there are. Um, uh, Nate, you're a comedian. Go with the jokes. You I'm trying to think. Start um, Send your crocodile jokes to at DCEU minute. Hashtag suicide squad. Hashtag killer croc jokes. I thought I had him rolling with laughter. And it's death roll. But that's a little, I that's, asked that's, if there was reaching. something wrong with his medulla oblongata. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Um, yeah, you could have thrown in a water all boy them thing. Teeth, I guess no it's true. They are ornery. They all are ornery. <laughs> <laughs> all them teeth, but no toothbrush. Yeah. There has got to be an alligator joke in there somewhere. But instead, it's just, uh, d- don't worry, just having a laugh. Yeah. It's like missed opportunity for... Good a good jokes. A good, A good icing on the cake that was the physical comedy that came with it. Like, he was just kind of like, oh, yeah. you know, just having a laugh. Come on. Like, yeah. Like, okay, well, I what were you laughing yeah, about? Yeah, exactly. And like, I don't need to know the joke, but if you follow it up with the joke, like, with you the follow crocodile it up or with a pun, thing, yes. yeah, then, it, then it's like, okay, good. I'm fine with not knowing what you said to him. Yeah. Because right now I'm imagining he was probably saying something that could have been offensive. That was probably something about eating humans. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but that's I wanna a little too it. on the nose. But I want to hear uh, he snapped at me. <laughs> I want to hear uh, something about a snout. Some about New Orleans, mm-hmm. where alligators are. Mm-hmm. I was just asking them the difference between a crocodile and an alligator. So I don't know. Yeah, there's there's got to be an easy joke there somewhere. Yeah, and it's a bummer that we didn't get that. Ask him where he if he recommends a good boot shop. <laughs> <laughs> You see, these are good. There's, there's a, there's potential. There's uh-huh. so much potential in that, and and I, I just wish that that was in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> I hope people come up with ideas and help us out here, because I bet there's a million jokes that could have been made. Yeah. Um, that shot just kind of looks annoyed, like it's a bunch of children that are, that are probably. 
they're putting risk onto what would be an easy mission for him. Yeah. Like if this was just a Deadshot movie where he was like imprisoned and then he was tasked with helping the actual military, that could have worked as a film. It's weird because, uh, come to think of it, in my opinion, the thing that's laying in the back of Deadshot's mind is the fact that the Joker is going to spring him and Harley Quinn. Like they're going to be, they're partners. So is Deadshot looking back on the mischief that Harley is causing and just thinking, oh, it's part of the plan? Or is he th- looking back in disgust, thinking, come on, guys, we got a job to do? I don't think it's the latter. I think it's the former. You think he's... I think he's, like, noticing Harley Quinn causing a ruckus, and, like, that's just... That comes with the territory. And I think he's just like, all right, yeah, all right. It's, I think, well, he's, he's used to it, because he knows all the Gotham freaks and... Mm-hmm. I think he's very like, this is what you guys signed up for. Miss another missed opportunity. Uh, localize the characters a little bit better. Maybe there should have been some Gotham back and forth between Deadshot and Harley. There's never some local humor. Yeah. Something talking about old Batman. The Batman. Yeah. You never got that. Uh, say, hey, how'd that bird three treat of you? Them. Harley Quinn, Deadshot, and Killer Croc. Am I missing any? Joker, but he's not in it. He's not a part of it. No. Um, Katana? Maybe? She didn't get captured by Batman. No, but she... From what we know from this movie, she's just been posting up in Japan. She's just... And has like a supersonic jet that can get to Midway City. She jumped, man. She teleported. Oh, yeah. Ninja can teleport. Ninja can teleport. (laughs) Um, Let's see. So then they turn... They finally reach the end of the... Part of the alley, a turn corner, and there is some fire. There is some destroyed cars, and then there is a really destroyed car. Um, that as we, us you, having seen the film, uh huh, we know that this destruction is it's from Incubus. Incubus is doing, yeah, that's like his arm, extendo arm mm-hmm. coming out there. This is, um, this kind of amalgamation that we see um so far has only been proven to be caused by incubus himself um meaning he has been here but it's a little weird that only he can do that and it's only like this one object right like it's this object or like and i wish we had seen like the whole kind of town kind of like all amalgamated it would have been like a really cool backdrop but it's just like the one vehicle that's mm-hmm. destroyed. And then you see all this debris right here in the foreground. Um, but they can easily walk away from it and that's it. And mm-hmm. they're done, right? It's not like, oh, I guess it's, it's not like terraforming. Like it's not a ter- like it didn't terraform the, the setting. No. It's just like an op. It's just it's, residual. It's just like a decoration in the shot. It's like. It's like just. It's m- just like. Melted metal. Like, and yeah, but it's stuff. just like there's uh, there's incubus like that right there like the debris is not a threat is that what you're trying to say it's not really part of this the scene it's just like uh it's just like a placement right so they they'll they'll come and they'll inspect the vehicle and they'll be like oh shit what happened here i wonder what's going on in this town um i think it's supposed to signify that we're getting closer it does yeah that they're about to start finding out the truth because normal terrorists with dirty bombs and AK-47s don't do that. 
Mm-hmm. So at this point in the film, I'm hoping that the other villains that we get to see also have those abilities. Spoiler, they do not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. And I think I asked you off air about the shimmer in Annihilation because that's what I wanted to see more of. Every car should have that effect on it. It's Oh, you're thinking it should have been like a chain reaction to all the mechanical objects instead of ones that he was it just have been his arms like, around at. It should have been like wherever Incubus was, it was slowly on like a small scale. Like a Shin scale. Godzilla type thing? Yeah, kind of like that. And it was just like uh, small scale terraforming because it's his presence. Like and the his shimmer. A, I get what you mean. Like the now shimmer. Now you see where you're Now you see what I'm dots. saying, right? Yeah. Now you see me, now you don't. And so <laughs> like... It's just a one car, right? Every car should have that detailing it. Yeah. I don't care if it's, you know, CGI and not real. I guess, well, maybe that just goes back to that's just not Incubus's powers. Um, Because, yeah. like, in my opinion, if it was every car, then, like, he would have, like, some sort of weird bubble radiation thing that would also be affecting, like, the buildings would be melting. And, and that would be really cool. Yeah, it would be really cool. See, like, the light posts. But see, like, like, now we're in a new shot, and there is none of that incubated area. There you go. He's incubating the city. Oh, he would be incubating the city if he was walking around and had an area effect around him, but it's just the things that he was throwing his arms at. He just incubated that car. That's it. Yeah. That's it, and that's and all. That's it. Everything else is just on fire. Mm-hmm. Um Anyone can set a car on fire. <laughs> How do you do it? Molotov. Yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, Molotov. Um, you ever see a, a No Country for Old Men? With Javier Bardem? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a scene where he goes into town and he has to cause a distraction because he needs like medical equipment. Mm-hmm. And he puts the the, 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 the shirt in the, in, the, in the gas tank. In the gas tank, and yeah. It, it's like a timed car bomb. <laughs> Why am I talking about this? Um, well, I love that movie. Yeah. I'm just trying to think, like, why just the one car? I don't know. I, I There's there's so many good moments, and as we look through the art of book, there are many moments of, like, Incubus is a cool dude. Mm-hmm. I will defend Incubus in this movie as saying, that was a cool design. I'm okay that it wasn't Steppenwolf or, like, it had any relation to apocalypse. I'm cool with it being just a god that they released and and they were destroying the town. But keep it going. Don't don't be like, all right, well, we're just gonna stick to uh, studio lot cars with with fire coming out of them. Yeah, but that's what it is. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I wish they would have committed to yeah. the aesthetic of these gods and and what they do because i don't know what it was i was reading something and it said that it was like they initially went to toronto and did the streets because the batmobile in the beginning is in the streets of toronto Mm -hmm. and then i was reading something where it was like uh bay street between queen and king streets was made as midways norton street uh, the graphic design department created banners for fake exhibitions and a nod of the comic book yada 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 um, I thought it was saying something where they had to just go into the back lot um, and and moved it because it couldn't be in a street because they rebuilt everything 
because now they have like wire work uh, above head, mm-hmm. which we see in I think the, the end of this week. Mm. Um, so like they couldn't do like the wire work in the middle of the street, so they recreated a back lot street, and that's how they did the uh, wires. Bummer. Bummer. <laughs> there was also a problem that they had here. It says that there was a problem with uh, with people showing up on set. What? Crowds of people. When they said, specifically in the Batmobile chase scene, there was like a, f- a few thousand people came down to watch. And then the next day, they were doing more of the Batmobile. And they said uh, 30 plus thousand people were standing around the streets with like fold out chairs and stuff. Just so they could watch the Batmobile drive down a street. Oh, there were too many people showing up. Yeah. It was a lot of people yeah. in Toronto. So, I mean, I guess if you're filming at nighttime. That's all Toronto. In the middle of Toronto. It's That's all of Toronto. <laughs> I've never been to Toronto. My mother's been to Toronto. She says she loves it. Everyone loves yeah? those. British yeah. Columbia. Is it? Vancouver That's not British and Columbia. Toronto. Yeah. British Columbia is just like a district, right? It's, um, I don't know. Look it up. Province. It's a province? I don't know. Yeah. Um, welcome back to Canada Minute. That's good. Yeah, it's not I don't good. know that much about Canada, but we can try. We can try. Um, that's all I have for this one. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get into some cool stuff tomorrow, but we had some cool dialogue. It kind of was a short minute. I mean, we, we got to see a car. We got a little color. We got to see a car. We got to see a car that was incubated. We got to see, uh, ill-fated crocodile jokes or ill-fated, n- not even ill-fated because they weren't even made. My jokes were ill-fated, but the movie's jokes were non-existent. So let's just rewrite it, add some crocodile jokes. He asked him if he had the Waterboy on DVD. That should have been. That's a good one. Yeah, two on the nose. Two on the nose. See, like, if you would have said, like, the ornery thing or the toothbrush comment, then it would have been, like, a direct call to Waterboy, and I feel like Adam Sandler would have been proud. (laughs) (laughs) The whole cast of the whole Happy Madison troupe should have done Suicide Squad. (laughs) Who who does Adam Sandler play? Is he Diab- is he a Deadshot? Yeah. Rob Schneider's Diablo. Ah, uh, that's a funny. No, Rob Schneider <laughs> would be Harley Quinn. Anthony Mackie was in Waterboy, right? No. What's Anthony Mackie in? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Never mind. Nope. All right, we're gonna wrap this one up. Thank you for dealing with us as we try to make jokes on air. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can follow us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, where you can join us, listeners who listen to the show and guests who have been on the show. You can join us all there on the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 58 of Suicide Squad.